It don't matter what I try I just can't win and I don't know why There's a fork in every road I pick the wrong one and then I go American loser, yes I am Disenfranchised from everything well, I fall up and I fall down I was born. All right. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode, bonus episode time of American Loser Podcast. All right. I'm very excited here. Uh, if you guys are hearing this podcast, uh, that means that I am deep in the woods of South Carolina right now. So we're recording all these episodes ahead of time. And this one should be coming out on uh, Halloween uh, itself. So hopefully the morning of Halloween, you guys listen on your car ride home, whatever you're doing. Let's get you into the holiday spirit. We got some weird shit to talk about here tonight. Kahuna, where are we? We're at Shared Universe Podcast Studio, the in, best podcast studio on the East Coast. Come on, man. You yeah, know this. I would say it's top five, top five in New Jersey. <laughs> um, so. But we are in Eatontown, New Jersey, down the north end of the Jersey Shore, just minutes away. From, oh, uh, you think just because you came back from a comedy show, you're funny. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> I did just come back from a very subpar comedy show. Um, not the talent, the crowd. Sometimes it's you guys, all right? Listeners out there, sometimes it's you. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I got two great guests here. Two very funny comics, two guys that uh, I, I just kind of, you know when you meet somebody kahuna and you just get along with them pretty much right away? Yeah. That's how I feel about this one guy to my left here, uh, Mr. Angelo Gingerelli, Mr. Fifth Round Movement in the building. How you doing, bud? You're doing great, man. How are you guys doing? I'm great, bud. We were just uh, bullshitting earlier. I met Angelo when I first came up to New Jersey. We met at Starlight Pizza in West Orange. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's Italian, I'm Irish, and they're just made for each other. You know, oh, it's yeah. Match made in heaven. They have to do it. It's it. Italian guys, When's Irish girls. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish, man. Angelo's, he's kind of out of my league. I hate to say that. He's got a career. Well, at least you know. He dresses well. You know, I don't have much going on right now. This other guy, I got a shot with him for sure because he doesn't take good care of himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, that's just evil. Now, a uh, guy I clicked with right away, Army veteran, uh, native of Texas and now current New Jersey comedian, Mr. Yeah. James Mack joins the show. Hey. So was I invited on since you're going to South Carolina? You just had to have the southern accent to kind of seal that in? Or? It's uh, Well, I, I'm... There's a authenticity we're trying to create here. It's um, slowly but surely, you know what I mean? Also, i got to ask you where on the deer I should shoot. Because um, <laughs> Angelo is Italian, so he told me that the best place to shoot a deer to kill it is right up behind uh, the neck. you got to take a piano wire. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and then leave the cannolis. Is that correct? That's, yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, he's he's trying to keep this podcast as authentic as possible. Him with his authentic, authentically awful comedy. My uh, my authentically awful bl- uh, ignorance when it comes to history sometimes. <laughs> You know stuff. Listen, I I am the audience. Let's be real. I I'm I'm I don't know as much as I claim to know, but I always have a good time on this podcast. Well, uh, if you're noticing the there there is someone missing. Uh, LP um, LP's dead, guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, good God, no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm messing. Nothing can kill that man. I'm convinced of it. Um, my father just got back from Pennsylvania. Him and my mom went on another little one of their retirement vacations where. They just—they pretty much just go to get out of the house and go drink beer somewhere. You know, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, it's a good place for that. They so. got a lot of good beer out there. Yeah. And um, now we got a, a wild one here for you today because what we did is uh, normally this show—if you're not familiar with it—if this is your first episode, uh, you picked a weird one, but you picked a good one. All right. So what we do on the show is uh, every week we talk about a different loser from American history. Uh, But now to try to get everybody into the mood for Halloween, we're doing a little bonus content here. Um, You know, so 
It's a now. One funny thing, real quickly, is that bonus content would be uh, when you would go do uh, when you would attend one of Angelo Gingerelli's shows at the Showroom Theater in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Um, Angelo would book three comics, right? He would do a set up front. You're a great host, by the way, too, man. You really always did an awesome job with that. I appreciate that. I'm weirdly good at things that have like no real potential to them. Like, <laughs> like and I have I have skills that are not marketable at all. Like, I'm a good host of an open mic or a comedy show, but nobody wants to host. Like, you tr- your goal is to be a headliner, and I'm so far from that. But if you need a host, I'm your I'm your boy. It's weird because uh, so many people don't ever learn how to host, though. That's what was always the juxtaposition with you. Yeah, because there's a. I I don't want to name names, but Ken Krantz um, is uh, <laughs> he's a good friend. But first of all, Ken's a friend of mine. He's incredibly funny joke writer. Very, very funny joke writer. But when you start out in comedy, sometimes you have to host a show up front. And he doesn't know how to do crowd work. He can only tell his jokes. So if that particular crowd at that particular Elks Lodge at that particular fundraiser doesn't find the humor in him killing his wife, <laughs> the show's in for a long night. So, I think one reason why I might be okay at it is like I'm kind of cool not being the star. Like I'm okay playing point guard and giving you know, KP the ball or James Mack the ball, and sitting back and letting them score. To use a very tired sports cliche, but uh, I'm I'm cool with that. I'm okay with it. Well, you know, people don't have that in them. A lot of people they think that they're supposed to be the, like my thing that I love doing is uh, I like writing a good joke, and if the joke works for somebody, like there's a couple comics out there that have something in their set that's from me and I get a lot of pride from that. So it's kind of cool that way. And then um, now tonight, nothing I did worked on stage. However, a gentleman did come up to me after the show, nice guy by the name of Frank. He was talking to me out on the street and um, he enjoyed a story that I told because he loves New Jersey history. All right, so we like to shoehorn in references here. Real quickly, Big Kahuna, off the top of your head, um, what do you know about the Jersey Devil? Uh... It comes from the Pine Barrens. Uh, That's really most of that I know, mostly that I know about it. That's really all I know. So Mac is from the South. Well, technically, you know, the West, Southwest. Um, Yeah, Texas is not the South. Yeah, you guys are weird out there. um, Texas has a fun vibe to it, though. I've never been, but I want to go, if that makes any sense. There's a a stigma to that. that. Jersey and Texas have this weird thing where they think that as states we're more interesting and accomplished than uh, as a country combined. Right? <laughs> well, we were our own country at one point. It's uh, Well, it still are in many ways, let's yes. be honest. Yes, yes. The Republic uh, of Texas. We I've got heard some... you've had the best barbecue. We do. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever had? No, it is. It's Texas, let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I am going down to the Carolinas, though, so i got to pretend like I like their stuff here for a little bit. That being said... Uh, the only guy from South Jersey in this room right now, really, I mean, because uh, Kahuna, you spent some time all over the place, but uh, our guest, Angelo Gingerelli, is from Tom's River. I am. What I'm is Tom's from... River's reputation, for those that don't know? It is the Florida of New Jersey. <laughs> it is, uh, old people, wild white people, uh, opiate addiction, things things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Tom's River happily until I found out we were my wife were having a baby and then we moved to Monmouth County because we thought that was the only way she could have our daughter could have any kind of decent life. <laughs> He's not wrong. Um, Tom's River is an interesting place. Frankie Edgar's from there, so that's always cool. Yep. Um, but uh, Tom's River is inter- now a woman in the crowd tonight was from Tom's River, and I was asking her uh, what she knew about the Pine Lands, and it's always funny because they. Uh, we tend to shit on the pineys here in New Jersey. Now we got to keep in mind we're, we're speaking locally, uh, but we actually have to inform globally because uh, I got a little crap. Remember last week? Uh, 
uh, one of the episodes, I said, uh, we said something about Germany, and I just said, we don't have any listeners in Germany. Fuck Germany. <laughs> I got a message today. She goes, I'm from Germany, and I'm listening to the show, and uh, despite your insult, I'm going to continue listening. <laughs> so I want to go ahead and say thank you very much. I sincerely appreciate that. I should look her name up here as we go, but phone's on airplane mode because I wrote all these notes on Google Docs as we were coming in here. That being said, uh, what is the reputation of the Pine Barrens, Angelo? Uh, the the Alabama of New Jersey. <laughs> um, I, I feel like once you get past maybe let's say exit sixty two, like Barnegat area, exactly. He hit Kahuna hit it on the head, man. From exit sixty to exit zero, I think Cape May is obviously very nice again, but kind of no man's land in the middle. I think we're, well we're, said. Yeah, I think where you see the difference is whenever you stop seeing Yankees hats and start seeing Phillies hats, <laughs> that's when you're in the rough part of South Jersey. Uh, so I've heard, yeah. That's, That's correct. Yeah. Now, you said you made sure to reference uh, earlier to East Texas. You don't yes. want to be confused with anywhere else in Texas, right? Well, uh, Texas has five parts. Talk to me. So you have West, North, East, South, and Central. And they all kind of have their own culture. Like East Texas is more towards Louisiana. So, like, I make a joke. I'm, like, Cajun on horseback. So, you know, it's it's a lot more, like, seafood, stuff like that, but a lot more nice. fishing. Whereas North Texas, you're getting a bio. Is that Galveston, by the way? Is that considered uh, East Texas? No, Galveston, South Texas. Okay, I had a friend from Galveston. He used to be. Uh, he used to talk to us about all the fishing he would do when we were like, we were oh, dumb. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't know. We're like, aren't you in the middle of a desert? Isn't Texas like cactuses and shit? That's how dumb we are. That's West Texas. Uh, so West Texas is all the oil fields. Fair enough. So North Texas is like Dallas and up north. So that's where uh, a lot of people think of when they think of Texas is all the ranches and stuff like that up there. Like, I know uh, a family up there that I'm pretty good friends with still. They have over 7,000 acres of ranch land. It's like five Tom's Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> that would be two counties in New Jersey. Or, uh, or one Jacksonville, Florida. Seriously, that city's huge. It makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but that, See, that's cool because, again, you guys have – now, there's a theory here, and I'm going to ask Kahuna real quick, and then I'm also going to ask Angela their theories. Uh, I have arguments sometimes with um, – People I, you know, just you talk to or whatever, uh, doing shows around Jersey yeah. or people who, uh, expatriates will call them <laughs> when you bump into Jersey people from out of state at a, like a road gig. Now, do you guys think in, I'll tell you what my mind is. My mind is there's North and South Jersey. Do you guys think there's a central Jersey? Yes. You do. Where is it, Coons? Like where it borders? See? Oh, crap. Um, same question to Angelo. So feel free. Jump in whenever you guys got something. I think, to me, I've always thought you could break it down pretty easily by the parkway exits. So exit zero is Cape May, exit 160 is the New York State Line, basically, right? Correct. I think from zero to 50 is South Jersey, so basically Barnicate to Cape May. Damn, right? okay. 50 to about 100, so from Barnicate until like right around northern Monmouth County, where we are right now, will be central. And then from like 109 or so, which is Red Bank, to New York, you know, that, that 50 I put is north. Interesting. Okay. And so if, you, if you think about it like that, it kind of works. It does too, because it, it's always weird um, when you talk to me, because then New Brunswick pops up, and people get always confused by that. But I don't want to get too too lost on the geography. But I think Angelo's completely right here. I'm going to agree with him. If that's how you're breaking it down, I'll give you that. Because there is this thing that happens when you're a northern New Jersey kid. All right, and you're coming down the shore for the summer, and all you Bennies up in you know when you're New York kids when you're coming in to hang out, <laughs> when you go over the Driscoll Bridge, it's a different state. Yeah. That's just I, how I feel. You guys feel there's a, weird, there's a weird thing, too, that we 
in New Jersey, we get mad that the media and TV only shows north of the Driscoll Bridge, which is Newark, Jersey City, Hoboken, crazy yeah. traffic, people cursing out of fire escape windows, and like that version of New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's like, well, we're the Garden State. We have farms. We have forests. But then we hate the Pine Barrens. Like, you got to pick <laughs> one, right? You can't be like, we have all this, this uh, you know, woodland area, but then hate the people that live in that area. It does, that's never yeah. made sense to me. It's like, be happy you're a city or be happy you're in the country either. We have both, but it's we not got a little bit point. of everything over here. I would yeah. agree with you, too. Yeah. Now, uh, as we're talking about the Pine Barrens, I have a fascination with them. All right. I don't know if you guys heard any weird stories. I know you're a transplant. You're from Jersey now, too, by the way, James. That's how it works. <laughs> as soon as you hear, you're from here. That's how it works. But um, there were some weird stories I always heard growing up. There's uh, So it's it's the Pine Barrens, a.k.a. the Pinelands, a.k.a. the Pines. We talk a little bit about these people have a reputation. There is a backwoods nature to them. Um then a lot of that's been disproven too. These are the the thing I got told growing up as a kid was that pineys, the people who live in the pine bird, they were the dirt under the fingernail people. <laughs> that that's what you were doing. There's a, a simpleton nature that like, and all that stuff's not really true. Okay, these are just people with bad reps. And we're going to talk about a reputation. We're going to talk about the Jersey attitude a little bit today as we discover this um, ridiculous true story of the origin of the Jersey Devil. Um, now, Kahuna, you want to ask where the loser is in this story? Everybody involved except Benjamin Franklin is a loser in this story. What? Wait. Okay. Y- yep. Okay. Yep. So uh, we always say, what, don't mess with uh, don't, don't mess, mess with, with Teddy Roosevelt? Yeah. 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 Uh, don't mess with Ben Franklin either. So we're going to find Don't mess this. with TR. Don't mess with... Wait. Yeah, never mind. It, it's BF, but people are going to think you mean boyfriend, and then it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait till my BF gets here. Um, uh, no. Yeah, when I when I uh, when when you told me that, that we were doing this, I actually texted a friend of mine to be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And he's, uh, you know, born, raised, went to school in Jersey, uh, Bergen County guy. And he was like, oh, yeah. He said, it's kind of like the Chupacabra, but instead of Mexican, <laughs> it's Puerto Rican. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, solid, man. Now, up in Bergen County, they'd be dealing with a different kind of people in the Pines. They'd be dealing with um, – it's weird. I don't want to – Was it the White Smithies or – Yeah, the Jackson Whites. That's is, what uh, it is. Yeah. So there is a little bit of – sometimes people say that's a slur, so I don't want people thinking we're disrespecting anybody here. But um, So the Pine Barrens are pretty fascinating. As we learned in season three of The Sopranos, best episode of the whole series. Right, classic episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they uh, – these pine barrens are absolutely beautiful uh, to see and hike through during the day, go camping in. But once the sun goes down, it gets a little bit wild down there. All right. There's some weird stories I heard. Um, there was uh, the idea of the pineys abducting campers. That was a story we got told because I grew up in the Boy Scouts. We'd go. Uh, we try to go down yep. there sometimes. Um, there's also a rumor that Blackbeard actually got as far up north as the pine barrens and buried part of his treasure in the pine barrens. So. Pretty weird shit. I hadn't heard that. And I used to live in uh, By Bath, North Carolina, which is where Blackbeard's actually from. They uh, that's a whole thing where they were saying um, it's a it, it kind of bounces back and forth because the Blackbeard thing, that's the weirdest story ever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but just the idea of how far that guy actually p- could have potentially traveled. Have we oh. gotten him on the show yet? Like, have we covered Blackbeard? No. Uh, well, it's weird because you, you can't necessarily done. make him American. That's uh. Oh. Well. You kind of can. It's a it's a spin move. We have one we're gonna do for uh, for a feminist episode. Uh, when I say fem, I, I, <laughs> I shouldn't. I say feminist. Everybody knows I'm kidding. But actually, there's a lot of super interesting women in history. One of them is Annie Bonny. So we're gonna get to her eventually too. So that'll be our pirate entryway. Okay. So we might have to go into the blackbeard okay. there. But uh, I gotta hop into this one real quick, uh, guys. I'm excited. All right. I'm excited here. Um, whether it's tales of, uh, like we said, the Pineys abducting people or uh, just the Pine Barrens are ripe with imagination. That's the whole thing. So the greatest tale out of all these weird ones 
Now, what did you know, not being from Jersey, about the Jersey Devil, Mac? What'd you got for me? Um, well, like I like I said, essentially, uh, you know, being from Texas, we're right, uh, we're not far from Mexico, and so that's right in the area where people think the chupacabra is, and a lot of the stuff <laughs> that. Um, I had heard was that it literally like even on, uh, you know, ghost tales, stuff like that is like it was just another form of that. That's kind of so they're all cousins kind of a thing. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so not necessarily like an actual devil, but so, like some midway evolutionary. You so know. that's interesting. Now, Angela, yeah. growing up, do you have any encounters with this growing yeah, up down there? I, I do. But it, and almost like you almost like Boy Scout type stories mm-hmm. of like it's yeah. a thing that we're going to tell little kids to be afraid of. But as adults, we kind of know it's not really something to be afraid of. But you kind of said the idea of like the Chupacabra or like, let's say Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster, similar things, right? We're in a shared universe podcast. How has there not been like a movie where all these things are in the same, same universe? <laughs> it seems like Hollywood would, would jump on that now, right? I wrote it. I actually wrote a spec script based on an idea like that, where like really? there was some sort of, yeah, uh, I know I'm ridiculous, but keep going. Is it like the? No, I, I, just, I don't. I just had that idea when KP said like they're kind of cousins or interrelated. It's kind of a weird thing that mine, doesn't exist. Mine yeah. was an animated movie, okay. so mine was more family geared, but it was like <laughs> all like legendary monsters you would hear of in like different states and stuff like that. So the Jersey Devil, Chupacabra. See that's like that. There was one called yeah. the Hodag. Have you ever heard of that one? The what? The Hodag? The Hodag, no. Yeah, the Hodag. It was because uh, in third grade, we would have to do monster projects where we thought yeah. it would be an intro to mythology and stuff. And my sister did the Hodag. And then there was another one called the, um, it was I forget how it was pronounced, but it was the uh, the X, um, the X-A-O-H or something like that. But uh, it was a monster that they thought was real, but it actually it just hoax spelt backwards. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well done. Now I got a wild hoax for you guys here in a second, but uh, I'm pretty excited about this one. There are stories... Um, when you hear the Jersey Devil, we got to explain this to some people. It's not it's not Lucifer, okay? It's not Satan, okay? It's a little bit different here. Some say he's the son of Satan. Well, there, there's a whimsy to him. I, I do remember that as well. Now, there's also a weird story. I heard three kind of cool stories uh, about Satan himself actually showing up in New Jersey. Okay, there's three instances. The first one was a story. Chris Christie? That's very... <laughs> well, there's, well um, he's out of office now, so a, we can make jokes about it. It's not him. a political show. It's not, but we, okay. No. We, don't, we don't do smashing right wings. We don't do smashing <laughs> the left wings. We just do, we just do history. Um, All right. I'll Sorry. be... No, you're fine. Um, but the three things, uh, the three stories I heard. So Satan would uh, pop up, and the devil always wants to, you know, if you're willing to sell your soul to him, uh, he'll give you something, and then he waits to come collect your soul. So the one story I had heard was uh, there was a guy in Jersey who, uh, I'm sorry, it was a woman. I think her name was Mary. And um, she uh, she told the devil, she goes, she, he's like, you know, I'm here to collect your soul because I, I gave you that thing you wanted. And she goes, oh, cool. Will you just uh, just promise, will you wait until I put my shoes on? And he goes, yeah, sure. And then she became known as Shoeless Mary, and she never wore shoes ever again. The other one was a, a guy who said, um, uh, do me a favor and just uh, wait for this uh, wait for this candle to, um, I'm sorry, let me light this candle before I leave. And uh, the devil goes, sure. And then the guy put the candle in his pocket and never took it out ever again. So there's ways to trick Satan in New Jersey, all right? We're, we're pulling like little um – we're putting little like uh, like Goodfellas types moves. Like, like, what did he do? He made the devil a partner. <laughs> the devil came down to Jersey. He yeah, was yeah. looking for some souls. He couldn't. He was looking for some action on some numbers. Yeah. Uh, the devil is no match. It's from Jersey hustling. <laughs> well, that's what I'm curious about. When did the Jersey personality come in? And I think this story is going to teach us that it came in a little earlier than we thought. <laughs> um, now, my, my favorite one here was the last one, uh, Kahuna, was um, a uh, the devil appeared and uh, granted a wish to a convenience store employee 
uh, who said that he would sell his soul in return for his film being viewed at Cannes Film Festival. Was he even supposed to be here it's, that day? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so weird because Brian O'Halloran obviously is a friend uh, of the show. He's going to come on one day, he told me. And then uh, obviously we're in a – this whole studio exists because of Kevin Smith's idea. So <laughs> we're in a weird, weird spot. But this story is about a guy by the name of The Leeds Devil. Okay, that's L-E-E-D-S. It's relatively simple. In 1735, Jane Leeds, a.k.a. Mother Leeds, was in labor with her 13th – that's right, 13th child. Okay. Um, Kona, any idea – first of all, you got siblings, right? Uh, yeah, I have a younger brother and sister who are twins. Jeez, okay. And uh, anyone here from a big family? Yeah, there's eight of us. Eight? No shit. Jesus. Yeah. All right, you win. Four and four. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thank God there was a breakup, too. If it was all dudes, my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Angela, I forget it. Only child? Siblings? Uh, sister that passed away, so just me now. Gotcha, yeah. I have a, a sister, Carrie, who um, is just an awful person. Um, <laughs> it is what it is, you know? Um, but, so, uh, number 13. Unlucky 13. Does anyone know why 13 is considered unlucky? I do. Hit me. Is it misleading? Well, uh, if you want to go all the way back to the Knights Templar, you have October 13th, which is Friday the 13th. That's the big which, one. Which is when the uh, uh, King of France at the time. Philip, yeah. Uh, <laughs> King Philip put out, uh, because they refused to pay for his war, um, and so he uh, charged them with heresy and worshiping Satan after they came back from the Crusades and said that they had uh, multiple artifacts from Jerusalem. And, uh, yeah, so... That was Friday. The original Friday the 13th is what... That's when the Knights Templar got rounded up and killed, pretty much. 1362? Uh, you could be right on that one. I, don't, I didn't write down the, the number on that one. But here's what's weird. The number 13 pops up in almost every religion. So yes. it's, not, it's not necessarily a bad thing in all religions, but it's literally in almost everything. So, um... Quick diatribe here on uh, the unlucky number 13. Judas, the apostle who betrayed Jesus in Christianity, uh, is the 13th person to sit down at the Last Supper. Yep. So I thought that would be hilarious, too, by the way, if, if Ming sat down last at a, and we're hanging out at a shared universe. And we're like, oh, oh he's going to betray us. So um, also, like you said, uh, 1307, that was the, the date oh, okay. for that one. So yeah. solid, solid info on that one, though. Yeah. Um, that's when that one happened. The 13th law in Hammurabi's code is actually omitted. No one really knows what it is. Um, and then this fear of the number 13 is such a legit phobia uh, that to this day, hotels and airlines will skip from number 12 to 14 in order to avoid labeling a row or a floor as unlucky 13. So, you know, it's hilarious, too. There's still a 13th row. They're just not counting it. <laughs> so. or I worked at a motel when I was younger. That it, There was only, like, 30 rooms. But for 13, they put the one and the three reversed. And it was room 31. Like, oh, no Jesus. one could figure that out. It, it goes 12, <laughs> 31, 14. So that's not unlucky anymore. No, this isn't the murder room. This is the red rum room. You're fine, sir. <laughs> um, so Mother Leeds here is about to give birth to her 13th child. She curses the child and claims that the child will be a devil. You know what I mean? Not for nothing. And, and I'm going to be honest. I'm not trying to be too graphic here to the lovely, you know, uh, there's a lot of families that listen to this show. We've got a lot of great fans. Anybody who's into the show, we love you. But uh, we're just going to be graphic here. If you're a woman and, and, <laughs> your ears, kids. and 13 people have crawled out of your vagina, <laughs> you might be a little done with it, you know? I know you're a dad, right, Ange? I have one. I have one. I have and, 12 less than Mother Lee's. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, and it's, it's wild, dude. But uh, she goes ahead and she's going to have uh, this kid. And uh, during a stormy night with family and midwives all surrounding her, deep, deep in the Pine Barrens, 
Mother Leeds then gives birth to her unlucky 13th child. So uh, this child appears to be normal at first, comes out looking all normal, you know, um, 10 fingers, you know, 10 toes, a nose, some eyes, shit like that, and then slowly starts turning into something else here. So uh, the child's normal at first, and then per the story, this kid then develops hooves, a goat's head, bat's wings, uh, and a forked tail. A forked tail, perhaps like a... Forked River, Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nicely done. Yeah, if you, I did um, a comedy show for the uh, the Forked River um, uh, Assembly, if you will, or whatever it was. I forget the Chamber of Commerce for a right. comedy show. And I got down there. I called it Forked River, and the entire room, Forked. They don't like you messing with that. So, um, but uh, now after all, um, this thing's got a tail now. So the baby's got a tail. Not really going good. Um, and the tale actually is being used by the devil now to beat up the bystanders. So yeah. you yeah. think you're just coming in there to hang out. You're going to try to be a midwife. The baby's coming for you now. Yeah. yeah. So smacking you around a little bit. Um, now, eventually, this thing disappears up the chimney and disappears out into the wilderness of the Pine Barrens. Okay. Um, Kahuna, mm-hmm. what would you do if you saw a baby turn into a monster and then fly out the chimney? Realize I drank way too much, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say, who are you going to call? <laughs> so, um, but since that fateful night, the devil seems to make appearances sporadically throughout New Jersey, just like my comedy calendar. Um, <laughs> so, uh, however, th- this is kind of fun here. Oh, so this is you. <laughs> I am adopted. We can't really prove much, you know. Um, it's uh, There's a lot of weird stuff, too. Also, I have a scar on my face. from uh, my, The scar on my face actually is in the outline of New Jersey. It's very weird. <laughs> so this you might be on to something here now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, now, uh, this gets wild. Um, Ange, did you ever, do you ever know anybody who claims to have seen the devil? No. Um, I thought I may have once, but it was... I, no shit. Yeah, man. That's why I was really excited when you brought me on here. Talk. Have you guys heard of Caddis Island? It's a park in New Jersey, in uh, Tom's River. No, but I'm fascinated okay. already. Okay. On a Sunday afternoon, me and... She was my girlfriend at the time. Now she's my wife. We went, we went back there, went to Wawa, for, brought a lunch with us, packed oh, the lunch. The most, the most story. Jersey Me and my girl, we go into Wawa. We had, we're getting sandwiches. A c- couple of shorty hoagies and snapples. <laughs> <laughs> Philly uh, some pretzels. So I'm putting um, chips on the sandwich, you know, because it's what we do. Right, it's the way it's done. It's the way it's got to be done. <laughs> um, and it, we we just end up hanging out like too long. It started to get dark, right? And the park is closed down, and we're walking along a path back to where we think the car is. And a um, it was like a, it was a. It ended up, what I think it was is a baby deer that just had real light fur, so it looked white, right? And it kind of jumped out of the reeds a couple times. And looking back, I researched what animals are back there. It seems like there's there's just deer that it could have been. You know what I mean? That's wild, there's definitely though. deer back there. But at that point, at, you know, kind of lost in the woods at dusk on a Sunday, and nobody around to help. I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit we were scared out of our minds. Um, and then we got back to the main area. The park ranger opened the gate and let us out. But uh, that was it, it was probably one of the most scared I've been as an adult. I was like 30 years old and, and scared like a little. <laughs> I thought girl. you were like in high school. <laughs> no, no, no. I was a grown ass man and so so scared. I've um, been there, dude. I've been yeah. there. Yeah. And then uh, and then we went back later and they have like a like a nature like museum kind of thing of like what's in the park in that area. And then they have a, a taxidermy deer that looks like probably what we saw. Jeez. So that's probably what it was, but that's uh, it's my my closest brush with the New Jersey Devil. 
See, that's wild, man. That's uh, I remember when um, in Navy boot camp, it's in Chicago. So we went to, uh, I think it's called the Field Museum over in Chicago. And you go in there and you can actually see the, uh, the lions, the man-eating lions from the Ghost in the Darkness. And they were like, um, oh wow! They were slightly, yeah. It's the actual lions. They were uh, they were killed and then brought over, but they ate like, like, I think up to upwards of possibly hundreds of people, that they were just like going after the railroad workers and stuff. But um, they looked like regular lions, but they had no um, they had no uh, mane, like they were male right. lions. So there's always these weird things. When you see a slightly different looking, a tiny variation on a species. It'll freak you out still. It almost looks like a mutation. Yeah. So a, a, a white deer like that would freak me out. An albino deer out in the woods? Hoofa. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, like, your story with the with a lion explains why we kind of should be afraid of animals, Agreed. right? Yeah. I mean, the, our, our relationship with them not killing us all the time is very precarious. Uh, yeah. The um, Now, I've met some pretty cool vegans. I've met some vegans that are doing it for good reasons, personal reasons, stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, it's this idea that they want to go up and hug these animals. You know, it's like, listen, I, I don't know if you understand this. Um, they they don't like us. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> also, like, if you get if you got killed by a monkey in like 1700s, that's the monkey's <laughs> fault. If you get killed by a monkey in 2019, that's your fault. Hats like, off for Harabe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's like that Gina Broncabuso story. I, I, I screwed her name up, but she was um, a female wrestler that they had her wrestle like an old um, orangutan, and the orangutan <laughs> snapped her neck. Yeah, uh -huh. not good. But uh, here's some of the famous people. Angelo someday will be famous. Um, but here's some famous people that have seen uh, the Jersey Devil. All right. Now, I'm not sure if the coon is going to remember this guy, but uh, during an inspection of a New Jersey mill in South Jersey that was making cannonballs for his fleet, Commodore Stephen Decatur... Yeah, that's right, from the Barbary Pirates episode. Captain Badass himself, all right? Um, he sees this uh, thing flying overhead, and he, uh, because he's Stephen Decatur, shoots a cannonball at it immediately. <laughs> and, and they said it did nothing. It didn't bounce off or anything, it just did nothing. The thing just disappeared. And Decatur swore that he saw this thing. So that's not a guy that makes up shit either. You know, this is a guy who's it's an American hero who died in a duel. <laughs> so... Um, but uh, anyway, this one I thought was pretty interesting. The next famous person to view um, the works of the New Jersey Devil is, get this, Napoleon himself. Napoleon what? the first, or well, actually, uh, yeah, it's not not Emperor Napoleon. It's uh, oh, okay. it's a uh, Joe Joe Bonaparte. So literally, this is Napoleon's older brother. I should yeah, yeah. know. <laughs> he, li he lived in Bordentown, New Jersey. He had a big estate over there. Can we just for a minute enjoy the hilarity of knowing that? Um, that there's Napoleon Bonaparte and then there's Joey Bonaparte from Jersey. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's my it's my brother. He does his thing. My kid brother. He runs France. I'm over here. I'm doing this. I run the action. I run the numbers here in Jersey. You need some, you come to me. I can get you and talk to my brother. That's one of those Jersey guys that we don't claim nearly as much as other celebrities we're super proud to be from here. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, that'd be great, too. if it Because he's almost like the Frank Stallone of it all. Yeah. You know? there's. <laughs> he's but, the Ming Chen while his brother's the Kevin Smith. Uh, Ah, uh, too mean. And I was so hoping if I started a podcast, you'd be still with us. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joey Bonaparte, he's got a little uh, you, estate man. over there in uh, Bordentown. And uh, what winds up happening is uh, his livestock getting attacked. This is in 1840. Okay. See, So his livestock is getting attacked, and um, they're freaking out about this. And then they blame the Jersey Devil. Now, a year later, 1841, the shit starts happening again. 
but uh, now this time there's tracks and there's also screaming coming from out in the woods and stuff like that. That was the other thing about uh, the Jersey Devil is that um, it supposedly had this blood-curdling scream. So it looked like it had this really like long neck. It had bat's wings. It had two hoofs feet. The thing's enough. It's actually it's so goofy looking that it looks like a kid drew it. You know, um, so it's not um, yeah, <laughs> it's not a mean um, not a mean looking creature. But apparently, it's got this blood curdling scream that really freaked people out. And the red <laughs> eyes, red eyes will creep out pretty much everybody. That so. looks like a bad dog's Halloween costume. <laughs> uh, That's pretty good. <laughs> you're you're not too far from a weird little turn this story's going to have to take in a second. Yeah. Now, uh, in 1925 in Greenwich, New Jersey, a local farmer claimed to have shot and killed a creature that nobody could identify. All right. And he starts, uh, he says he had a photo of this and he kept showing the photo of the corpse to everybody and no person was able to identify what it was that this guy shot. So I don't know what it was, but I killed it. So, yeah. Um, several more stories would continue to intrigue the local populace. New Jersey seems to have uh, its own Bigfoot now. All right. Because where do they say Bigfoot's from? Like the the Cal- Northern California area, right? Well, n- no, like Northern Washington. They get so that whole it's a West Coast kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so. Northern Washington, Southern Canada, like that area. Ah, yeah. So now we got our own little Bigfoot over here in Jersey, and Jersey pride is excessive and overwhelming. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's y- y'all rival Texas. Yeah. It's uh, it it. I, I'm I'm happy that you said that too, because I've always felt that way. But I, I needed the validation of someone from Texas, because mm-hmm. we're the kind of people that get the outline of our state tattooed on us. All right, um, we lead with it, even though it has nothing to do with what we're about to say. <laughs> well, you see, I'm from Jersey, and you know that's why I'm pissing uh, right now in a urinal. <laughs> I feel like the, the Jersey Devil too is like the most Jersey monster we could have conjured. <laughs> like it's small, it's loud, it beat a bunch of people up and ran away as soon as it was born. Like. It's, <laughs> It's one step away from being good at gambling and drinking in the woods. <laughs> I came out of came out of Wilmington, Taiwan. First thing I did, smack my mother in the face. You don't disrespect me like that. You want to stand? New Jersey, right. the Jersey Devil is known for dining and dashing at various diners throughout the state. Gets disco fries and his ghost. Um, nah, man, we got to be good. Otherwise, principal says we can't go to Six Flags no more. So, um, Dude, it is. Uh, it's why I love this story. I love that this is the thing that we're we're very proud of here too. Um, now, this blood curdling scream could frighten the shit out of children, but school kids would claim to see this thing at night. All right. Now, Kahuna, we told ghost stories last week on the show, um, and they were they were creepy. Don't get me wrong. I've I've had I've been sleeping with my Himalayan salt lamp on full bright every night just to make sure <laughs> I'm okay. All right. Uh, and I am going on a hunting trip, which is not good because that means that uh, I'm just going to pull the trigger at everything that moves. <laughs> and so uh, rest in peace, Uncle Paul. He will not. I mean, you're trip. sleeping with a gun. I think you'll be OK. It's uh, also I bought a shoulder holster so I could finally look like. Um, uh, well, actually, what I'm going for is uh, Mel Gibson Lethal Weapon 2. Hence the hair. <laughs> um, th- oh, those who God. can't see, I have beautiful Disney Prince hair now. Um, it's he magnificent. Does. It's. Um, but not for nothing. So this uh, this description of this devil that's coming out, it's eerily similar nonstop. You know what I mean? Like that, that game of telephone when everybody gets a detail slightly wrong. Um, now all of a sudden with the Jersey Devil, almost everybody's got this guy figured. Goat's head, all right? Uh, small, like leathery bat wings, really long neck, uh, hooved feet, and then a, uh, a forked tail. So this thing's goofy looking. Um <laughs> Mac was saying earlier, it looks like a... Uh, Is that why there hasn't been a Jersey Devil horror movie yet? Like a legit one? Because we all know it's just so goofy looking. Well, here's what I'm like... excited for. We usually do the casting couch, but I want you to come up with who's going to voice the Jersey Devil in, 
in a movie. So think about that for wrapping up. <laughs> okay, I already know. What were you going to say, Andrew? I was going to say, I feel like if they made this movie, it would be like the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer that came out a couple months ago, where the main character was nope. so bad, everybody just shut it down. Like, back to the drawing board. You can't put this movie out. <laughs> I, I love that that happened, by the way. Like, that was one of the funniest things. Yeah, it's really... It was so bad that they, the company was literally like, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, they apologized, basically. You uh, you can't dangle pop culture in front of Kahuna's face. He just follows you wherever you're taking him. So, oh, when, come on. When you do something, like, he's going to wind up in your van on the way home. You're just going to be like, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, but it is, uh, it is late on a uh, Thursday night, so we're going to start to wrap this up. The crux of the whole story, this is the story I told on stage tonight just to try to riff out because um, I thought this was pretty interesting. Like we said, long kangaroo-like body. Goat's head, leathery bat wings, short arms, and two hoofed legs. Uh, Mac just brought up a oh, he brought up a chupacabra picture, which is eerily similar to the Jersey Devil. Um, this is interesting here, Texas, New Jersey, New Jersey. That's my dream, by the way. I want to um, I want to probably marry a girl from Texas just so I can catch some. Oh, Max, shaking it off. Don't do it. <laughs> no, don't do it. Remember what they told you about the military girls? Like now add the southern twang and the big, big hair. Oh, I love it though. It's a weakness of mine. <laughs> we all know what I need. My friend Jackie Byrne has told me, she goes, I need to set you up with a mean Jewish girl that's just going to fix your life for you and yell at you when you're doing bad stuff. And I realized I would be so much more productive if I had that. Just get me a... <laughs> I know one that used to be a dominatrix. Hmm. I think we both know the same one then. <laughs> Small world, Jr. No, I don't know anybody. <laughs> don't keep giving away people's secrets here. Uh, but seriously, Jr., if you want to start a podcast, shared universe—it's uh, very accommodating. <laughs> here we go. Uh, you even get the big Kahuna. Now we talk about the uh, the devil is in the details. You guys have heard that one. Yes. Um, here's some interesting details. I just told this story on stage tonight to riff it out in preparation for this podcast. Uh, what if I told you, Angelo Gingerelli, that the Jersey Devil has less to do with a creature from the beyond and more to do with Benjamin Franklin? I read, I think, the same article, so I would believe mm -hmm. it immediately because I believe everything I read online, but I want to hear, <laughs> hear you tell a story. Do you ever read something on Wikipedia or a sort, and you, you're sitting there and you're like, they have to be fucking with me. There's no way this is real. And then you delve deeper and you're like, oh, yeah, that's real. Yeah, it gets pretty yeah. wild pretty quickly. Um, so Think you don't back know, on all the jaw drop moments that we've had on this show. That's me when I go to look it up my damn self. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> well, it's oh, weird, cause you'll think that the show's going to take you in a certain direction and in the research of it. Because that's one thing I love about having my father on. He finds some of the weirdest details ever that we with just wormholes you go down. Last um, Wait, was it last week or the week before that we had some crazy... Crazy times. Well, the way that that episode's going to come out, who this this episode's going to come out on Halloween itself. I'm going to schedule because I'm going to ask you to send it to me tonight if you can. No problem. Um, and so this will be our official Halloween episode. But the episode earlier that everyone will have heard two days earlier on Lose Day is Houdini, and th and that was the one with the wild stuff. So uh, I don't want to ruin that one here. But uh, here's another Jersey tie-in within a Jersey tie-in within a Jersey tie-in. But uh, Ben Franklin, if you don't know folks at home, he's the guy who put Philly on the map, even before Will Smith, Allen Iverson, and Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just sitting on that joke for a second because I was very proud of it. So, um, <laughs> yep, yep. That's, uh, pe people know what I did. People at home know what we did there. Uh, but apparently the uh, – 
the Leeds family was not very popular in southern New Jersey back in the day, all right? And uh, Kane University professor Brian Regal, which is what a hilarious name that is. It sounds like Brian Regan for a second. Yeah. You just picture Brian Regan as a, a professor. <laughs> By the way, uh, another spot that Angelo and I have, I think you did time there. Kane University train station? Oh, multiple times. Yeah, Rock yeah. and Joe's, Mike. Yep, uh, yep that was a, a great Dude, spot, actually. I really enjoyed that room, actually. For a train yeah. station, it's great. If you drank the coffee there, though, you were up for two and a half days. Yeah, it's yeah. real coffee. That's oh, yeah. serious coffee. It, that yeah. puts some hair in your chest. Yeah. It's, it's still ongoing, too. Every, yeah. Every Friday night. It's um on Friday. Yeah, that's why I never go. It's on a Friday night. Yeah. Jesus. There's a mic every Friday, and there's shows every so often, too. It was a cool play. My favorite thing was uh, you'd be doing a set, and then all of a sudden a train would drive by. You know, it just stops. It's pretty it much perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so here's where we're going to get the uh, the research from this guy. I want to give him credit because it's good research. Professor Brian Regal uh, over at Kane University. During the uh, pre-revolutionary period, the Leeds family – this is quotes from his uh, one of his pa- published papers – the Leeds family, who called the Pine Barrens home, soured its relationship with the Quaker majority. The Quakers saw no hurry to give their former fellow religionist an easy time in circles of gossip. Uh, his wives had all died, as had several children. His son, Titan, stood accused by Benjamin Franklin of being a ghost. The family crest had winged dragons on it. In a time when thoughts of independence were being born, these issues made the Leeds family uh, political and religious monsters. From all over, this uh, the legend of the Leeds Devil was born. References to the Jersey Devil do not appear in newspapers until the 20th century. The first major flap comes in 1909. It's from these sightings that the popular image of the creature, with its bat-like wings, horse head, claws, and a general air of a dragon, became standardized. If you didn't follow that, I'm going to unpack it. So here we go, real quickly and as succinctly as possible. Before the American Revolution, the Quakers in Pennsylvania. All right, what do you know about the Quakers? Kahuna, you're a Quaker. Come on, man. Help what us out. What are you looking at? What are y'all looking at? Y'all, y'all turned to me like Kahuna. Yeah, two Irish kids and an Italian guy just looked at <laughs> looked at the Kahuna to tell us about the Quakers. You can say it. People are starting to figure out what I look like. It's uh, well, I like to keep the mystery though, because one day what I want to do is introduce um, my sister as the big Kahuna and have people be like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. But uh, so the Quakers, religious group, okay, uh, relatively pacifist, all right. But they're uh, they're an interesting group. They got a strong home base in Philly and the South Jersey areas. Now Daniel Leeds, okay, was a royal surveyor, and in exchange for helping the Crown of England survey its new lands, the Leeds family was given a large estate in Egg Harbor. You ever been down to Little Egg Harbor, bro? I have. Yeah, it's a nice area. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. No, it's it, right outside. If you want to buy a house down there, uh, you could be right outside Atlantic City. Still have a little bit of a shore vibe. It's kind of cool. Um, but that being said, uh, Atlantic City's not. They're not really popping just yet at this time. You're kind of alone out there on the harbor by yourself. Before the uh, Harrah's Marina opened, <laughs> <laughs> no Borgata back then. Yeah, no little yeah. Nikki from Philly doing the concrete jobs. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, this area is still known to this day as Leeds Point, and it is an unincorporated section of Galloway Township. So um, Leeds kept getting himself into trouble, though, uh, because, by the way, this is also the hotbed. That location, Leeds Point, that's where all the devil activity always seems to happen. So um, he gets in trouble with the local Quaker population because uh, he catches their ire, if you will, because he's publishing almanacs. Now, these almanacs are claiming to use astrology and other possible occult-like mysticisms to predict the future. So the joke I was making on stage tonight was that's how wild it was back then. That's how strict these religious orders are. The 10-day AccuWeather forecast is the work of the devil. (laughs) Okay? So, oh, it might rain today. How did you know that? (laughs) 
So witch, witch, um, burn her. Leads I'm shot at Ben Renoir being burned at the stake. <laughs> Doesn't she have the most fun name to say? Yeah, right. Shot like, at Ben Renoir. I feel like that's my it's my go to when I say like newsletter news names. Well, there's another fun name to say, uh, uh, Benny Agbayani. I'm not even gonna attempt to. Nope. He's a baseball kahuna. You watch. You watch a baseball. Um, but not there. Nothing here. Uh, Mr. Leeds is uh, almanacs are getting him in a little bit of trouble. All right, they're starting to label him as a heretic of the Quaker religion, uh, and they're talking about his group. It's it's paganist, right? So, and you grew up Catholic, right? Yes. So you know the worst thing that could happen to a Catholic, right? Be excommunicated. Excommunicated from the church, right? So that's where he's starting to get himself into. All right, the the Quakers aren't really having this shit. Um, they're labeling him a heretic, like we said. Now, there's also political motivations behind these. They get steeped in this. Uh, before, the, I'm so sorry. Before we go any further, can you actually elaborate on what that means to be excommunicated I, from a church for those who don't know? Sure, yeah, no, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that means. Oh, I forget sometimes, Kahuna. Um, all right, so in short, I'm not going to make fun of you, buddy. You're yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. Continue. It, you're actually, I, I'm, you're a proper Catholic. I'm not. Uh, no, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not anymore. But uh, from what I understand, you tell me if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, on this. Riff it it's out, just man. basically being kicked out. It's basically like you were in the church, you did something that was so heinous, blasphemous, whatever you want to call it, you're not allowed back in any capacity. So it would be the equivalent if I came in here, tore up the studio, and you guys were like... Angelo Ginger is never allowed back in a shared universe under any circumstances. He can't be a guest on a show. He can't host a show. If we do a remote feed at, in Asbury Park, he can't be there. Uh, He's nothing to do with shared okay. universe. Yeah, it's, it's that, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like similar. Cause so uh, James Mack, our other guest here, he was a member of the Branch Davidians. And uh, when they stormed his compound in Waco, he was... <laughs> <laughs> I, now I know oh, I know man. Mac pretty well, but I don't know him well enough to know for sure that I'm wrong. So. <laughs> that, but, that's Waco, that's South Texas. Mm-hmm. So. That's a, <laughs> I was part of Branch Davidian East, but exactly. Uh, so so they uh, they wind up um, they start to give uh, the Quakers are disassociating essentially. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's not good. Good catch on that too, Coons. I appreciate you. Um, Daniel is not well liked um, by. Uh, his neighbors, if you will. I mean, who really wants to be friends with the big real estate mogul in the area? He's kind of a dick. He's got allegiance to the crown. He's got, um, there's all sorts of like wild shit. Does he have money? Tons of it. Oh, well, yeah. Then, well, I'll be friends with him. Shit. Hey, you want to fund some horror movie ideas? But what if he wasn't a good guy? What if he said, I'm not interested in that. You should shut up. I don't think all your ideas are stupid. Hey, money's green. That's it. <laughs> 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 well, um, this starts, uh, people start to label him. Uh, rumors start picking up, okay? talking shit about their neighbor jersey style all right and they're ripping on this guy this idea of the devil is by the way older than the country this is all before our first governor um the british governor if you will pretty wild guy i can't prove it yet i have to do further research but i'm pretty sure the first british governor of new jersey i think there's he dressed up as a woman and had a painting commissioned of himself (laughs) so he was a pretty colorful character his name was David Bowie. Um, <laughs> but, no, uh, i got to do a little bit more research on uh, that before I, I speak with anything. controlled. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Daniel's not well-liked, and uh, the family is viewed as, like, these blue bloods, okay, and that they're loyal subjects of the crown. So you're starting to get this vibe that maybe the country is going to go in its own direction. Jersey, by the way, is fascinating because we are uh, the crossroads of the revolution, okay? A lot of stuff going on here. A lot of Minutemen posts, a couple of major battles here. But Jersey had uh, a smack between, um, you know, they're not exactly the Massachusetts wild rebels up there, but you also have very loyalist, very Tory Philadelphia, 
and then split loyalty New York right there. So Jersey's in the middle. And as uh, the Garden State, that's where all the food was coming from. Jersey was heavy farmland, so you needed Jersey on your side. Other fun fact is about this time, Ben Franklin's son was the royal governor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and the two of them did not get along. No, there was a there's an infamous uh, quote when they walk in. Ben, how is your son doing? Isn't he the governor, the royal governor of New Jersey? Well, I think by the title, you should be able to answer that question yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not um, it's not a warm fuzzy story between Ben and his. Uh, I think it was his oldest son, right? Yep. Um, but uh, not for nothing here, Ben Franklin is about to pop into this story. Uh, this leads some labeling uh, to Daniel as the, the devil. They t- start talking about him as the, uh, the, the devil of the Leeds family because all of a sudden his wives are dying. A couple of his kids died. You know, it's like, you know, there's a lot of – you can make a spooky thing here. It's almost like you – all right, so the neighbor in Home Alone 1, the guy across the street with the shovel, mm-hmm. you're creeped out by him. You don't know anything about him. You just know that, oh, that's a creepy guy. And then your mind takes over and plays the rest of the story out for you. You create your fear. So not for nothing, um, they start taking this whole idea of uh, the Leeds devil and the, you know, Mr. Leeds is a devil, all that other stuff. Now, uh, his other main business that he had was um, he had an almanac that he liked to put out, like we talked about, these ones that were getting, you know, the Quakers were having banned from, you know, uh, shelves, if you will. <laughs> and um, his son is named Titan. All right. Now, when, when we named you Kahuna, all right. We didn't have the uh, the prescience to know that a name like Titan was going to come across here. So <laughs> Titan's a pretty badass name. There's no rapper's name Titan, as far as I know, right, Ange? Not that I'm aware of. No. Right? There's not Titan's a good name, man. Yeah. So, um, there's Remember a, the Titans? I mean, the, the Tennessee Jets, Titans. Jets used to be the Titans at one point, right? True. Yeah. Absolutely. And I chose Kahuna. That's a <laughs> Chris Covert chose Kahuna. <laughs> I know. Um, but not for nothing here. Um, he's got this. Uh, Titan is now taking over. The almanac business, and in 1733, his main rival in almanac sales was the owner of the Poor Richard's Almanac, which was a guy by the name of Benjamin. Oh no, you didn't, Franklin. <laughs> okay. So, so we have Teddy, motherflipping Roosevelt. Yep, Teddy, <laughs> Teddy motherfucking Roosevelt. Uh, there's also uh, don't mess with Boston. That tends to be the thing. And then, and then Ben. Uh, yeah, uh, Benjamin. Oh no, you didn't, Franklin. Okay. So, uh, Franklin also used astrology. I thought this was hilarious. This is how funny this guy is. Like, you know, the humor is forever, okay? So, when we would read, like, Oscar Wilde or something like that, some of my college classes, you'd see how it was funny still to this day, but it maybe wasn't side-splitting for the time, okay? Because I've seen the funniest things I've ever going to see in my life. I've seen them already, okay? A lot of them were jackass movies. <laughs> but, but when you're writing Monty humor Python. yeah, and being funny this way, like that's the kind of thing. Those, the, the humor stays around forever. So this is still funny by modern standards here. I thought this was great. <laughs> As a joke, in 1733, because the almanacs come out every year, so you can predict stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 1733 issue of uh, Poor Richard's Almanac, Benjamin Franklin uh, uses astrology to predict uh, the death of Titan Leeds in October of that year. He goes, oh, and uh, the other guy who sells almanacs, yeah, he's going to die in October, so you should probably buy this one since I'm actually going to be here next year. Right? Damn. <laughs> Pretty funny joke. That's cool. <laughs> Pretty funny joke here. Um, it's like a Facebook fake 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fake news. They remind me almost of like like uh, morning radio shows going at each other. Yes. You know what I mean? And they go, this guy likes astrology. Well, at least my astrology says he's going to die. So they kind of like, the people didn't get, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people didn't know at all it was a joke at the time, right? It took yeah, uh, a while. Like back then, if you th- with no internet and no social media, like if you read in a book someone was dead, it would take you forever to find out that was, unless you saw yeah, the guy. These How guys' you know? Twitter beef actually involved yeah. legitimate birds. And, um, and printing presses. <laughs> 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 printing presses, too, though. You're right, man. Now, what I thought was like, there's a weird thing. Um, so uh, you're going to think this is off on a tangent. It is not. So the WWF and WCW were going head-to-head. Now, I thought this was hilarious. This is one of the funniest things. WCW was live on Monday nights, uh, so what they would do is they would give away the results of what was going to happen on WWF. So then WWF had to go live as well to start competing with them. And then one night, they had to tape something ahead of time, and on WCW, they were going at each other's throats for the ratings war, and WCW was always winning. Then WCW leaked the results of the WWF show that night and said, oh, and uh, Mankind, Mick Foley, is going to win the WWF title tonight. And literally everybody switched the channel at that exact moment to go watch the title match. And then uh, they fell in love with the product with the WWF. It was a huge moment. And, um, you know, they never went back to it. So when you, you don't have to do these dirty tactics here. But this is Ben Franklin. He even said, he goes, I'm just kidding around with this guy. And we both got almanacs. We're both successful people. You know, I'm just, I'm throwing a little funny jab your way. And Titan Leeds did not have a sense of humor, much like three quarters of the crowd tonight at Uncle Vinny's. Um, <laughs> so uh, he gets all pissed off and he takes out a front page uh, article in the paper calling Ben Franklin a liar and a fool. And, you know, his, his, his poor uh, research and all this other stuff. And I don't find it very funny, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I thought this was awesome. Ben Franklin responds to Titan's angry insult by joking, uh, Titan, he's just mad because he's already dead. <laughs> and then get this, Cahoons, he referred to him in the past tense forever after. He accused him of being a ghost. And he goes, I'm in a, a, a feud with a ghost writing from beyond the grave, taking out articles in the paper. So if he just, like, we're ignoring you, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but, so. uh, to, but to your point, though, some people probably actually believed this shit. Like, oh, yeah. man. Well, now, oh. if your father is the devil, uh, the Leeds devil, right, and it, this this guy is not very popular, and now all of a sudden the son is a ghost, you know, from beyond the grave, it's all, they're not popular people. No. That's kind of the, the gist of it here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one big thing that... Uh, I thought this was hilarious, too. Titan actually gets referred to in the past tense for the next five years <laughs> until he actually dies. <laughs> so Ben Franklin wins that one. It's a rough um, way to spend your last five years on Earth. <laughs> Did Ben write his obituary? <laughs> well, it, dude, that would be great, too. Some Ed Allan Poe stuff. Exactly. Um, solid callbacks, fellas. Um, the thing that I always... Uh, like, not for nothing, uh, one of the funniest shows around was Scrubs. And was there anything funnier than when Dr. Cox was calling J.D. Uh, female names for the entire run of the show? Yeah. You know? I mean, now that's that's dead naming and misgendering and all that other nonsense that comes with it. But um, it's still pretty funny. Have you it was, ever called J.D. by his name once? <laughs> I, think, I think maybe at the very end or something like that. But it don't matter. Well, great show. But... Um, so Ben Franklin gets the last laugh on that one. The Leeds family almanacs, by the way, under Titan's leadership, begin to have the Leeds family crest bestowed upon them. So get what their crest was, Cahoons. It's called a, a wyvern. It was a dragon-like long creature with <laughs> bat's wings and two hoofed feet. All right, so um, this symbol becomes synonymous with the unpopular family deep in the woods of the Pinelands, the Leeds family. 
the Leeds Devil, the Leeds Family Devil of Jersey, the The Jersey Jersey Devil. Devil. So that's how it happens. We literally just talked shit about our neighbors until an entire backstory created itself. (laughs) Okay? That's how unpopular these guys were. All right? I got neighbors I don't really like. I got I had a neighbor in Jacksonville I kind of thought was an ass and I thought it was hilarious because um, he threw a shit fit when I built a fence on my property uh, but I joined it to a fence that he had built that was on my property already so he was trying to tear down a fence that he had no business even owning um, but imagine if I created a backstory where he was uh, some sort of a, a vampire villain and, we, <laughs> and then someone it took on a life of its own to the point where someone named a hockey team after it yeah okay yeah that's pretty solid, man. Now, hoaxes are going to continue to abound for the Jersey Devil as we're uh, wrapping up here. A reward was once offered for the capture of the animal. And in classic Jersey fashion, Angelo, you, we... <laughs> How could this not happen? <laughs> well, the first thing I thought was hilarious is that they wanted to build a special zoo for it in, of, of all cities, what city? Camden. Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> yep, Camden, New Jersey, where it's uh, the battleship New Jersey is, right? Uh, which is hilarious. And a big-time aquarium now, right? Huge aquarium. Also, Jimmy Buff plays there. Uh, Jimmy Buffett plays there like once a year, I think. Um, Doesn't seem like his demographic. Well, it's always so funny, too, because uh, <laughs> if you park in the parking lot, you're cool. But then there's always one guy who's like, oh, I, I found parking two blocks over. And it's just a guy in a Hawaiian shirt walking through Camden. And he's yeah. like, I don't know if this guy's going to make it. <laughs> so. They're like, we'll probably Never yeah, see him or there's there. someone who's sitting there, like a couple of guys about to mug somebody, and they look at him just walking by with like a Hawaiian lay on and uh, you know, uh, zinc oxide on his nose, and they're like, No, something's not right. <laughs> it's like the lion without the mane now, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. Pretty much. Um, now this, so this whole Leeds family thing is going on here, but the the it's fun to have a mythical creature, it's like Loch Ness, you know what I mean? It's kind of cool. Uh, there's a little Bigfoot vibe to it. Loch Ness so, is real. Don't diss Nessie. Fair enough. Um, we Well, growing up as a kid, we had Packy, the Packinac Lake monster. That's what I always used to say. And it turned out to just be um, a hose just floating <laughs> in the water. <laughs> but um, anyhow, these hoaxes continued. This is my favorite one. Uh, $25,000 reward is offered okay. for the capture of the animal. And in classic Jersey fashion, somebody put bat wings on a kangaroo and tried to cash it in. <laughs> All right, they they glued little claws to the front of the kangaroo and they put bat wings on it and they literally put the kangaroo up there. Yep, here's the Jersey Devil, you know. But I picture it's like it's got to be like two guys from like Bayonne or something. We're like, hey, so yeah, we was going through the woods and we saw, uh, you know, uh, I saw this thing and I was like, I was like, Ange, what the fuck is that? What do you think that is, kid? You know. And then we go outside, we get you see the thing. So I hit over the head with a baseball bat, you know, to make sure. And then we put it. And I was like, like, oh no shit, Ange, I think we just got us the damn Jersey Devil. Put it in the back of the IROC Z. Open it. <laughs> Open it T-top. T-tops. You just got the long neck and the deer head. And uh, then uh, let's see what happens. You the get the, tw- yeah, turn, <laughs> turn, stop playing. Every rose has its thorn. Lawrence collector a $25,000 reward and then go back up to Bayonne. Funny thing about that, what struck me when I read about that was where did not professional zookeepers get a kangaroo in New Jersey? <laughs> the question. Right? Yeah, so you, know the, you know the answer to that question. I got a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want a kangaroo. I'll get you a kangaroo. You want kangaroos? I can do that. You want a Jersey Devil? I tell you, I can't do a Jersey Devil. How about I do a kangaroo for you? I get you a couple of, I get you bat wings, I get you some claws, and a glue gun. All right, we do that. So, when was that? 1925, I think. So, what would that be nowadays? 
25,000. Um, 20, yeah, what the money would have been? Pretty solid. I mean, probably uh, about a mil. I, I didn't know if you were talking about the mil, like the, the dollars for inflation, or if you were trying to say, what would a kangaroo with uh, bat wings? <laughs> well, yeah, still a kangaroo with bat wings. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is nuts, man. It's uh, uh, The creature has never been captured, but uh, the rumors of it continue to exist. It has appeared in uh, countless video games, it appeared in an episode of Kahuna's favorite Extreme Ghostbusters. Yes, it did. Yep. You're right. Yep. See, I looked that one up for you. <laughs> uh, it's also appeared in a music video with uh, Bruce Springsteen. Okay, he did a, a he did a song in the video called "A Night with the Jersey Devil." All right, and uh, so he was with his wife. It's a oh, this wow. guy. That's a way to ruin brilliant disguise for all of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's also shown up in uh, music videos. The X Files did an episode on him. Yep. Yep. One uh, of the first ones, like the yeah, first early season, on. right? And it was right outside yeah. of Atlantic City. It was hilarious too because it's you know picture that you think the Jersey Devil, you think the Pine Barrens, not you know hanging out at uh you know at the pool after the Harris Pool. <laughs> was it actually like that? That episode uh, was it that ridiculous it, or was um, it? no? It went, what did it wind up being? I forget the deal because it was like um, it wound up being like a uh, listen. The only one I the only a cave why person. I'm, yeah, the only reason why I'm asking is because X Files it would have probably made it legitimately scary. Or cool. Yeah, most I, I don't remember that episode. I remember that show being really good. I don't remember that yeah. episode for some reason. Some ex. It was weird. They found the thing going through the trash outside, and then I remember because it's one of the only episodes of the X Files I ever watched. Um, but uh, it wound up being like a caveman or something like that that was frozen in time, and it was like, uh, you know, they would try to talk, and it would just be like, oh. <laughs> so not exactly terrifying on that particular occasion. However, uh, the most important thing. That it got uh, uh, in terms of recognition. People thought when New Jersey was getting a hockey team, there were people bitching that they were going to name it the Devils because down in the Bible Belt, they started giving it a hard time. Oh, it's the Devil! How could you? How could you do this? You know, it's against Christian values, and then this nation goes so you know back hand in hand. And all. It's not the Devil; it's the Jersey Devil. This is deep in our history here, and let me tell you, those pineys with the dirt underneath their fingernails. That's filling up the stands over at the Prudential Center at the Rock. That tradition of being, you know, backwoods garbage people lives on at every Devils game. <laughs> it's um, it's pretty wild to watch it all happen in there. But again, this is all. That's what sarcastic assholes we are in New Jersey. That this thing that clearly it's just an insult. We've now turned into a mythical creature, you know. <laughs> and and that's the whole thing. Is what should we do? Oh, should we intervene and step? You know, maybe explain that the Leeds family aren't actually, you know, potentially Satan. Like, no, the story took on a life of its own. And what do you do? You walk away and watch the train wreck and enjoy it. Because <laughs> cl- if there's anything New Jersey likes, it's like what we enjoy watching a car wreck. Uh, you guys will experience that on the parkway on the way home unfortunately that's what always happens there um but that's our favorite thing about uh jersey we're wild people that way man um now as we're going to wrap this one up did you guys have anything else you wanted to say on the show here before we send it home um no nothing i can think of all right cool uh, so you, now you did north jersey comedy festival but uh that was a yeah. one and done are you trying to do it again next year no um so that's something that we want to uh we want to keep doing um we're hoping to uh uh actually one other one other thing we have a couple uh um you know sticks in the fire so to speak so uh of ideas that we want to toss out there including something that's never been done in new jersey for comedy so 
Uh-oh, that doesn't sound good. No, uh, it'd be really awesome if we could pull it off. So, Well, uh, just keep doing fun stuff, man. You have great shows. You're a good comic, too. Yeah. You really are fucking... Don't don't just become a producer, okay? Don't get lost no. in just that. <laughs> that's, the, um, that's, the, that's the thing is now I have, like, venues coming after me now because they've seen what I've done in Hoboken for Mulligans and with North Jersey Comedy Festival and now at the Creek with the uh, Comedy Civil War. They're like, do it here. Yeah, literally, I had a guy a from thing. Somerville that was like, hey, you know, I've seen what you've done. Like, we'll pay you this much. Will you come and produce? And I'm was like, Was it the street fair guy? No. Okay. All right. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, but no, like, now that's the thing. And, and I had a, a, a couple, I won't say their names, but a couple other comics have noticed that. And they're like, hey, man, you, you need to watch it because you could fall into the trap uh, the producing too much and then your comedy career goes to crap well i happen to know a very great producer a hell of a promoter and just a overall snazzy dresser with an impressive shoe collection uh he's sitting right across from you um oh now <laughs> i was thinking of somebody else in a- jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately yeah like um but not for nothing so james where can they find you on social media people want to follow yeah. you uh face facebook just look for james mac mac uh i just put my website up so nice. uh headspace and timing comedy um you can search for that or www.headspaceandtimingcomedy.com and it'll pop up uh if you want to follow me on instagram it's a uh, hsnt uh comedy there you go I was making sure it wasn't okay. Yeah, that, that checks out. That's good. Um, yeah. No, not for that. Thank you for coming on the show. I know we ambushed you here last minute. Oh no, that's Angelo fine. Gingerelli. Thank every you. Monday, where can they find you? At the Brighton Bar in the West End area of Long Branch. It's a, two blocks from the beach. Uh, there's a bunch of cool restaurants around it, and it's a it's a punk rock metal bar six nights a week. Every Monday, we're in there. Uh, you get 25, 30 comics every week. We sign up at seven. Show starts at seven thirty. We go until about eleven, and I, I we've been doing really good this year. So hopefully, keep that. One uh, I have to give you a compliment on air too is that uh, whenever I did an open mic for anything involving you, it always felt like a legit show. So you you have you blur that line very very well. Um, also, anything else? Uh, I mean, Fifth Round Movement doing anything? Still uh, Mr. Fifth Round is my social media mr the number five t h r o u n d. All of my dates, all of my everything I do is on fifthroundmovement.com. I'll have this podcast up there as soon as you post it. Hell yeah! And then uh, the next kind of bigger show I have coming up as the fall kind of kind of ends will be November fifteenth at Beach House Brewery in Belmar, featuring the one and only KP Burke. You know it. Uh, about seven yeah. other comics. We did a show there in September. I uh, sold about a hundred tickets. Really packed the brewery out. So we're trying to do that every month or every other month oh, for shit. the foreseeable future. They've been great to work with. They've great beer, uh, cheap ticket price. So check that out. Anywhere, you know, Beach House Brewery Comedy. Very cool, man. And uh, I just want to plug something real quick for a good friend of mine, my pal Mike Cannon, who's a hilarious comic. Um, I've known him for a couple of years now. He's only getting better every time he goes. He's uh, he's absolutely killing it at the Fat Black Pussycat on uh, Monday, November 4th, right around the uh, corner from the Comedy Cellar. Yep. He's actually going to be recording his, uh, his special, if you will. He's already got interviews with uh, guys like Jim Norton. Uh, Colin Quinn, I think Florentine Voss, um, all these guys just doing little interviews, kind of making fun of him and ripping on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, another great guy, uh, the, the hilarious Chris DeStefano is going to be on that show as well. So yeah. great time. I'm going to be heading to that one myself. I'm going deep into the woods. Uh, when I come back, Kahuna, I have a big gig, very excited. Um, on uh, November 2nd, a Saturday, I get to uh, perform for the church I was baptized in. Uh, and my mother's going to pack the place with all the people from the church and the priest from the church and then a bunch of my relatives. And then they tell me that it's going to be clean. 
And uh, the headliner for that show is going to be Mark Riccadonna. <laughs> so, uh, but no, that, that one always kind of works out uh, anyhow. So we're going to do that one, plow through that. Um, I got uh, a couple of things coming up here. Uh, just check my website. It's uh, kpburkcomedy.com. At kpburksucks on Instagram and Twitter. kpburk over on Facebook. That's where I'm having the most fun. If you like this show, this is a bonus episode. We're trying to be good to you guys here. You're very good to us. We love the, the real fans of the show. You guys know exactly who you are. There is a change coming up. All right. It's coming up soon. We're working on something pretty big here. Uh, so stay. If you're in on the ground floor of this, stay there. OK, I want you guys in on this thing with me. Stay loyal. We're going to be good. Um, we'll take care of you as best we can. Leave us a review on iTunes if you can. Uh, a written review helps us a little bit more. We can match the usernames, make sure we take care of the people who help us the most. Do we Th- still have time for a casting couch? Uh, that we're going to exit on the casting couch, brother. Uh-huh. All right. So I'm very excited. Uh, this show uh, only exists because of guys like you uh, and ladies like you out there that are listening. So uh, that you, being said. We have the best audience. We really do. The fans that are like, into it are into it. It's It's been some of the coolest things to see. South Africa, like, Germany. Um, we got listeners in Russia. It's probably tel- uh, collecting intelligence. When um, he first walked in, he was literally like, like, oh, big kahuna. Nice to actually meet you. <laughs> well, again, yeah. we gave you the nickname to protect you, and then, uh, you know. I, I know, but it was so cool. <laughs> it's still dope. And then I the love nickname it. stuck, and a story grew behind it. it, it, it pretty much, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're maybe eight years away from you having a hockey team named after you. So <laughs> think about that one. That's the, big, <laughs> the big kahunas. Yeah. So that means that we're going to throw to you for the casting couch real quick, and then I'll wrap us up. All right. What you got, handsome? So the Jersey Devil, not really a person. So I'm thinking, okay, who's going to voice the Jersey Devil? The one, the only, Gilbert Gottfried will voice the Jersey Devil. <laughs> That's pretty good. Because yeah. I could definitely see his voice coming out of that thing. Like, <laughs> I, I'm looking at it right now, and I can see it. Uh, there's an Iago uh, vibe to him here. I wish I – if I was feeling a little bit better, I'm just getting over being sick, I could attempt to do the uh, the Gilbert Gottfried voice, but it's just uh, – Either him, too. There's a couple of different pictures of the Jersey Devil when you Google it. But I I see Gilbert Gottfried completely. No, Gilbert fits pretty solid there, man. So <laughs> and then, uh, it'll have to be a uh, uh, because it's a modern movie. They'll have to do something goofy with a teenage girl that's discovering to live comfortably in her own body, and the Jersey Devil helps her do it or some shit. <laughs> but, I'm not um, even gonna attempt a Gilbert Gottfried. I can't. No. Breasts are a part of growing up. <laughs> uh, I felt one coming out. I was like, wait. I said it. There it is. I couldn't do it. Um, But no, not for nothing. Guys, uh, this was very fun. This episode should be coming out on Halloween. Otherwise, I need to learn how to use my computer. So that being said, happy Halloween, guys. If you're a kid, uh, get out there. Go do a little bit of trick-or-treating. If you're an adult with kids, make sure you make these memories with your kid. And uh, if you're anywhere in between, go enjoy some slutty Halloween costumes. Am I right, fellas? Yay! But that being said, guys, thank you so much for being here on the show. I had a great time. Sorry we went late tonight. Uh, My name is KP Burke, and that was the Jersey Devil of American Music. American loser the day I was born An American loser the day I was born An American loser the day I was born